0: Yo, Concrete. We you made this? <laughs> uh,
1: uh. Ready for those, you got those bars ready for everybody? I know people was waiting for those. I have
0: none. None. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a huge <laughs> left there. That's a huge left there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people.
1: Phones off, phones off. Welcome back to another episode of Prolific Roots. Um, as always, we we're, we're going to always start off our episodes like this, thanking you, um, whether it's five of you, whether it's 5,000, 5 million, we're always going to thank you guys because Shit. you don't need to uh, yeah. You don't need to <laughs> tune in. You don't need to, uh, to watch this. Um, we've put this together for your benefit, but that doesn't mean that you have to do it. Uh, so we appreciate your support. Uh, however, you lend it, whether it's watching us on on any of our platforms or listening to us on any of the podcast platforms which we are active on currently—Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube—whether um, you follow us on IG or uh, Twitter, which is prolific underscore roots. Um, any any support that you guys lend to us, we really appreciate it. Again, this is completely for our people. Uh, we're not driven by any other any other motive any other motive than to. Uh, to inspire you to be prolific. And so uh, we're always going to start off by thanking you guys. Also, I'm sure uh, a lot of you guys have uh, probably wondered, Hey, where's that like annoying light skinned, the light little skinned yeah, the light <laughs> skinned or whatever. Yeah. Um, he lives in Texas. Uh, you guys already know that if you've watched the introductory episode, uh, but basically what we're going to do is because there's three of us uh, to both me and Marlos, so we live here out here in Utah. Right. Uh, Monte lives in Texas. Um, anybody that we introduce that is in the area over here anybody that we bring on to the podcast here in Utah uh, Malosi and I will take care of and then or Malosi and Monte will sometimes as well because Monte uh, will be out here frequently and then yeah. anytime we have uh, guests that are out of state um, me and Monte will fly out to wherever those guests are and interview them and you know if it, if things permit for Malosi to do it then he'll do it as well yeah. but you'll always have at least two of us here um, and so don't worry, we're gonna keep you entertained no matter who's here uh, or who's with us. But um, as you guys are wondering here, uh, first of all, let's go ahead and highlight. Look at this right here, uh, Kobe, R.P. Kobe, R.P. Kobe, the goat man, and I do mean the Real goat. Kobe, did you draw it? Yeah, yeah he created this oh, nice. right nice. there. Nice. Yes, he like definitely I'm trying to
2: promote my, you know. My yes, cares. promote so away, know. sir. Use this platform <laughs> yeah. to do that, man.
1: Exactly. But um. Uh, we have a very special guest here with us today. We'll allow himself to introduce himself right now. So, Bill, I mean, tell the people who you are, where you're from, a little bit about yourself before we get into the meat of who you really are. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on. My name is Bill Lewis um, with
2: Bill's Lewis Art. Um, I'm from, I mostly grew up in Reno, Nevada, kind of been a transplant from California and then Utah, but most of my days is Reno, Nevada. Uh, we live out here in Eagle Mountain, Utah, uh currently
1: that's uh, all the way out there yeah. Yeah. i mean it's like 15 minutes away that's, that's you know. all the way out there i mean there's only one way to get in and one way to get out so yeah. <laughs> we like it quiet that's why yeah. that's, that's growing though
0: that's, that's a
2: lot of people yeah there's growing there. yeah it is growing
1: refreshing. i don't know why i'm talking about eagle mountain like that we're about to move over there pretty much over there so yeah <laughs> everyone's getting pushed that way so it's cheap out there that's why <laughs> yeah
2: so yeah eagle mountain right now um uh, i'm married to bonnie uh lewis who's life with bonnie on instagram Shout um, out to Vonnie and her Instagram. That's right actually there. my auntie, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's low key my uncle, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, you for know. sure. <laughs> but she, he ain't getting gay. the yeah, uncle's uncle title. I'm not calling him the older uncle. guy. She yeah. used
0: to be our babysitter back in the day. Facts. I actually, I remember. To, I actually hey.
2: remember you guys when you guys were younger.
1: So. I don't remember you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Where were you? Uh,
2: <laughs> but yeah, I've been married to uh, Vonnie. We've been married for 12 years now. We have four kids. Um, my oldest son's 11 and down to. Uh, Five years old.
0: He's almost six. Guys done four, four and done. Four is the final score. That's what we say, It was eight, and then all of a sudden it was like uh, (laughs) after the second
2: one was like
1: eleven to three. Now we done. So (laughs) rethink that. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, appreciate you being here on this uh, on this uh, this episode with us. Um, You know that uh, it takes a little bit of your time, so we appreciate you lending your time to us.
0: Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. And so what what is it that you do? I mean people know know you now a little bit yeah. so, but what is it that you do specifically um, so right now I'm a, a freelance artist, okay. so it's kind of a you know i
2: freelance I get hired out. Um, I guess the main thing I do or people kind of know me for doing is mural art right and so mural. visual art so yeah um, as you notice, like all over cities nowadays, um, mural art is kind of something that they're you know embracing right and right, right, right they right. want to bring. Uh, to uh, to kind of beautify a space. Yeah.
0: So w- would they do they categorize that with like? I mean, obviously graffiti is that kind of the same thing or? Um,
2: it, I think it's rooted from for a lot of artists is rooted like myself from graffiti. Yeah. Um, and if you look at looking at the roots of graffiti, graffiti is um, illegal art. Right, right? right. So it's there's a difference between um, graffiti art and street art, where right. street art was like meant to be um, installed there. As graffiti art was, it was wasn't. Yeah, it's, of, yeah. They middle just of the really, night. Just, yeah, they just, just painted it without anybody asking
0: them to do it. No, <laughs> no permission. <laughs> right. The only reason why I ask is because the the first thing I thought of was like, if you're doing murals, you probably have probably done graffiti before in the past. And yeah, we'll probably we'll, we'll probably go over that here in a bit. Mm-hmm. But it just, I, it just kind of in my mind I thought about like marijuana you know how like, oh. people people sell it and it's illegal and then now all of a sudden you got companies out everybody's there, and now doing it's it yeah and now, <laughs> now it's, it's a legal. multi-billion dollar business hey, listen, or so i don't it care how good you. <laughs> your skills
1: are if you are drawing on something and you're not getting paid to do it it's illegal don't be <laughs> vandalizing people's property all right that includes the bathroom stalls at public bathrooms that includes uh the walls yeah, just leave it alone i don't care how good your skills are man because
2: <laughs> stop writing your phone number in the
0: back. The you sound like you have hey. experience, sir. Don't Ooh. call that number. <laughs> That's funny. So, so yeah, so kind of go back. What what got you, I mean, growing up, we, we had a podcast with, with Lala, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. if you guys haven't seen that episode, it's go ahead and dope. Dope. check that out. Yeah, check that out. Um, great episode. And so, and he, he's a tattoo artist. So mm-hmm. very, um, I mean, I think they're similar things. He tattoos and he gets paid and mm-hmm. now you do it. But it's a different people, canvas, yeah, basically. Yeah, huh? doing I mean, it on buildings, different. right? So. Um, talk about that, like your upbringing and what, what led you to, you know, now to where you're doing that as a you know, profession.
2: Um, I mean, throughout my childhood, I always looked at, um, artwork as something therapeutic. you know? So while I was in school, I was always drawing and just doodling like all the time, every time the teacher was talking or whatever. Um, I was drawing down notes, but at the same time I was always sketching and drawing Right. And so, you know, at the same time, while I was learning. So you're
1: doing it, like, at the same time? <laughs> at the same time, I'm like. Are you exercise? Like, <laughs> I, I have a, I,
2: I'm a multitasker. Oh, like crazy. Man. Okay. So I'm, I'm always, like, I was taking down notes, learning, getting my education on, at the same time, educating myself and drawing. And so I was always drawing, sketching, um, just trying to figure out how things went, figuring out proportions, all the way from, you know, grade school, high school, and then to college, and then. Um, you know, I, you know, it, it influenced me, um, in the Bay area when we used to live out there, uh, was graffiti art. And so, you know, the illegal <laughs> stuff <laughs> from sketching, you know, you're a rebel, wow. From sketching from paper, you know, kids, you know, sometimes, <laughs> hey, sometimes <laughs> so you got to do the bad stuff to I'm know that <laughs> it's
1: the, the good stuff is actually what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, you got to take the good out of the bad.
2: Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it just, just trying to take myself to other levels, right, from sketching on a piece of paper to drawing on a black book and then right. eventually, you know, painting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just all these little steps that kind of gradually built up um, into graffiti. But graffiti was, you know, back in the day, it was something rebellious. Right? Mm-hmm. right? It intrigued me because, you know, you didn't have to ask for permission to do to go
0: paint on somebody's <laughs> right. building. It was, co- it was probably like <laughs> a thrill, right, to oh, for sure. try it's to paint rush. or, you know, graffiti. And then yeah. if you, cops come, then you... Yeah, yeah. Now you're doing on a high school chase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, it, that's,
2: it, that's definitely what it was. You know, a lot of my uh, my cousins and my boys are out, you know, partying and, you know, drinking and stuff. But what intrigued me was the rush of doing graffiti. And so I would always go out and paint. Right, right. I had that one cousin that would go with me and then we'd paint together and then it started. What was know. y'all painting with? I'm <laughs> curious. Like, did y'all have spray
1: paint? Did y'all, I mean, wear oh, a marker? Oh, man, it was
2: Back, that's when uh, Krylon was, was a big brand. I don't think I you know. know what that is. Yeah, was Krylon. Krylon, Krylon paint. And so, you don't know oh,
0: Krylon a, paint, for real? I really don't. Oh, is it like paint? Like in a it's, a, it's spray paint. So oh, spray paint. paint. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah,
2: so Krylon spray paint, man, they fell off. But Krylon was like the quality paint because it had a, like a variety of colors and stuff. And so, um, you know, now there's bigger companies. And so the, the movement or the involvement of graffiti from Krylon, now there's companies that specifically make Graffiti based spray
1: paint. How did you That's get your wild. hands on some Krylon? I was exactly because I mean am pretty sure now you have to even, show ID. To yeah, like, even well, if even if like your family bought it for you, I'm sure they're like, hey, uh, I don't remember seeing any doing? of your work, but <laughs> these cans are empty. So, <laughs> man, you know. So. You know, you're in a safe place, man. Go ahead, man. You, no, those are past <laughs> crimes, man.
2: We don't worry about that. You're either the lookout guy or the <laughs> guy stuffing, out, <laughs> stuffing in the bag. Say less. So you know what I'm saying. So you know you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, especially if you're a kid, you ain't got no money, no job. Right. Right. So you know. That's why I was carrying okay. <laughs> there
1: we go. That's what we were. We have a delinquent here, fellas. Kids
2: do not right. do this at home. No. So. Yeah, you know, just kind of just stem from that. So back in the day like it was not graffiti was not considered art. Right. Like it was so separated like people hated it. Um they were so against it, the cities hated it um and you know fast forward 20 plus years later now it's the number one type of artwork out there it's people
1: actually yeah people actually be requesting people to do that i mean i actually you know what um you know who's into that is a chris brown he uh yeah he's a good good yeah and he did his whole house like that i'm like or at least one of his houses that i had seen but i mean he literally just went to town on every wall of his house something different and i'm like. He yeah, had a lot of influence for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so growing up, you, if, you know, back and forth from Reno to the Bay Area, mm-hmm. um, what was what was life like? Because obviously, you were into art. Did you play sports at all? Uh, I
2: played um, football in high school. Um, did track and field, and then some rugby. Uh, what was it so, like at
0: home, as, as far as like the situation there with the family and stuff? Like, did that did that kind of influence you to become or to go out and do graffiti or?
2: Yep. Um, yeah, it kinda was because um, you know, my mom's uh she kinda my dad passed away when I was five, so we didn't have a dad growing up. And so it was just a single mother. Um and it was just hard for her to take care of us kids, so she ended up just staying in the Bay Area and working and then that's all she did. We barely ever saw her. Um so all she did was, you know, she just sent that money for the rent. Man, and shout just, out to moms. Yeah. You know. And she, she made sure that, you know, we were we were at least fed. Right. and right. we had a roof over our head and that you know, we had some food. Um but my sister, she was really the one that, that raised me, my older sister, and she raised me and uh three other of my siblings. Um and I also had uh two other brothers back in Fiji. So that's oh, that, really? that's where I was born. And I never mentioned in that. Fiji. I was born in, in Fiji. Fiji. Are you, Fiji. Yeah. Are you Fijian? Yeah. Um I'm a
0: little bit Fijian. Me too, bro. Uh, according to uh I <laughs> ancestry. <promise> you, right? <laughs> No, but so gran- now oh, we're all something new. No, hold on, yeah. man. My grandfather, his last name is actually Fijian. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay so. Thank you, sir. We'll yeah, so talk was, about that later.
2: I was born in Suva. My family is, grew up Skull. in Rawanga. So, you know, Rawanga is like the hood in Fiji. But I...
1: I oh, so you're a black boy. Oh, so, man, a lot, I went from <laughs> the oh Fijian God. hood to the American <laughs> hood. So,
2: <laughs> so, but, yeah, so my, my dad has... A, his mom was, like, Fijian in Samoan, And my dad was born in Samoa, from Western Samoa. And then my mom's Tongan. And so, you know, I kind of had a mix of everything. Nice. But, um, you know, I didn't know this until I was older, but my mom and dad actually separated in Fiji. And so my two older brothers stayed with my dad. And then when I was one, I was brought here to America um, with my mom and and, uh, my other siblings. And so, you know, she was by herself trying to raise us and trying to figure out, because all her family was here in America. So we were kind of transferred back and forth to all different kinds of places. And so without any parental supervision, you know,
1: being a curious kid. Yeah, you have, you have no choice but to do what you want.
2: I was, yeah, I had to raise myself and, re- you know, watch out for my little brother and just try to, you know, try to hustle, like really try to figure out how to make money or try to help support, you know, my sisters. Um, and then, you know, I was influenced a lot by, by the street, so it was just always going out there and, you know, just trying to survive, really. Yeah. And then, you know, in the midst of it, I always – came back to art because art was, like I said, it was therapeutic for me. So it was, it was a place where I can just focus on something and just sit there and create whatever I wanted, you know, just yeah. kind of.
1: Yeah. At that time, um, I know you say that, uh, you know, art was like a therapeutic thing for you. Did you ever at that time feel like this could be something, this would end up being something that yeah. would basically pay your bills or was mm-hmm. it just like, you know, this is something that just makes me feel good or kind of my escape or. Did you ever feel like that as younger when you were doing art? Like like it could be something that you could make yeah, a profession yeah, out of it, right. something big, yeah. and that would be really your your life? Or, yeah. or or was it just something at that time where you're just like, yeah, this is just something that I enjoyed and something that i do to escape?
2: Yeah, you know, um, it, it never really was something I ever thought I would do as a profession. You know, I didn't really think about that at a, at a younger age. All I knew is that I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew that it helped me become, you know, Creative and just try to make up things, or um, just try to figure. And, and you know, it's, it's a lot of problem solving mm-hmm. with artwork. Is um, trying to do proportions or shading, or you know, just try to have an image look like whatever it is that you're trying to draw. You know, and so um, all I knew is that if I kept doing it, that is something that made me feel good, um, and that other people were telling me like, "Oh, you know, you're pretty good. You're a pretty good artist." And so when teachers start telling me hey, you should start applying for scholarships or, hey. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So it was teachers though because, <laughs> nice. yeah.
1: you know, some people won't tell you that you're good. They'll just yeah. tell you you're good because they love you or they're close yeah. to you. Like, oh, yeah, I keep singing. <laughs> I love your voice. Like And that's moms talking to you. But, if, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm glad that it's a, a teacher or, you know, somebody that doesn't truly know you but I mean at least from the outside in that they know you a little bit so yeah. that yeah. you were getting feedback like that from those kind of people because yeah. if it was like just your mom or like you know yeah. your brother or your best friend just telling you like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure if maybe it was my brother or my cousins they would.
2: if I suck, they would be like hey you suck well right? I, that's not always <laughs> true because even when it's good brothers are those kind,
1: I mean when you have that kind of relationship it don't matter man you gonna clown <laughs> them so at least that's what I do
0: yeah <laughs> so when you when you at that time, you just used it. It was kind of like that therapeutic thing. Did What did you see yourself as when you grew up? Like, when I grow up, I'm going to be this, right? Because you you went yeah. to school, right? You went to college and, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I, so.
2: I, I went to school, and it's, it's funny because everything that I did in school, I either wanted to do something um, in the digital world, um, whether it was like graphic design. I wanted to have something to do with, with art and with the creative side because I knew that um, if I did something with graphics that it would help – you know, get me into whatever company or right. whatever to work for. Um, but, you know, I knew that, um, that I did like to paint a lot. So, you know, spray paint was one of the mediums that I was really good at, or, you know, from being a teenager to now. Um, and I, I knew that I wanted to utilize that somehow in a career. But then, you know, since art and street art and graffiti art or whatever started to become more popular, you know, I was like, oh, man, you know, something that was, you know, was frowned upon 20 years ago and now you know you have street artists like I don't know if you heard of Banksy or Shepard Ferry. So Bank- <laughs> sorry, I'm not so, part of man, that world. I should have done my <laughs> <I> homework. Google. <should've. laughs> you know, these are Euro- he's a European artist, but well, this artist nobody knows him, right? He he remains hidden, but yet his pieces run for millions of dollars.
1: Seriously? Yeah.
2: So it, just so Google nobody
1: it. knows who this guy yeah. is. Technically, yeah. Nobody why do you, why do you say technically? He, do they know him or not? Well, <laughs> there's
2: other artists that know him.
1: Oh, okay. So there's so, other artists. But can, if we go online, would I be able to put a face with his name?
2: Probably not. You're, or wow. a lot of speculation. Yeah. So this guy wow. keeps himself hidden because he still does illegal graffiti.
1: You oh, know really? What I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. But
2: at the same time, people are taking his pieces it's, yeah, seriously. If, you know, if he's this, getting paid that much money to do, it's probably the you know, thrill. It got to be the thrill. <laughs> it's th- yeah, it's, yeah. It got to be the thrill. Well, it's really about making a statement, right, in the public. So that's what he's doing. Is he's trying to pretty much a lot of it's political, right? Really? So, oh, okay. You. So you know, a lot of his stuff. And you said political.
1: some of his pieces go over how much?
2: for millions of, mm. millions of dollars there was <laughs> one in uh, park city have you seen that one in park no, city it's no. with the
0: cameraman like zooming in on the flower oh Kinda. yeah yeah, okay so trying to break in you did it. you did the one in, uh the tunnel in park city oh yeah 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 i, I remember that one. was the first time i heard about yeah, it yeah i don't know how I'm good
1: like, our, our our editing skills are, but if we can we're gonna go ahead and put <laughs> the picture of his tunnel that he just did yeah cold but we're gonna put it
0: right here <laughs> he did a few, bro, like the Walmart yeah. one. I was like, mm-hmm. they shut the whole Walmart yeah. down. I would've you. been mad if I was shopping at Walmart that day, but <laughs> they shut that whole exit down and dropped the, you know, a yeah. little frame and everything. I was like, oh. Yeah,
2: Walmart was cool. I mean, it, it's good that um, a big Fortune 500 company like that's trying to, you know, have initiative to beautify the communities um, with yeah, art. You yeah,
1: know? especially and from a local. Like they didn't like hire somebody from outside of the right. state to come in and do it. Like yeah. somebody that's from the the, the state of Utah. That's
0: cool. Yeah. Look, Well, look, before we go into that, cause I want to, I want to touch into that too. Like the, the big murals that you've done and the mm-hmm. big jobs you've done. Let's, let's kind of go back to where you're here. Now you got wife and kids, pretty sure you got a mortgage, mm-hmm. car payments, whatever you're working, your job, you're doing painting on the side. And then mm-hmm. it's that time for that leap of faith. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that cuz now you're full time, right? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tell us now. about well, that.
1: Well, I mean, well you had a job before this, for thing, sure. right? We, we didn't we didn't get to establish that. I think that that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't <laughs> yeah, want to okay. skip over that. So Yeah,
2: yeah I was we, working for a long time, especially moving out here with nothing. Yeah, so what what,
1: what what year did you move out here? And and where did you work when you moved out here?
2: Uh, we moved out here 2011. 11. And, uh, yeah, and that's 9 years. That's ago. 9 years ago, yeah. Yeah. Right. 2011 and uh um, you know, just trying to, we've, we felt Utah would have been a better place to raise our kids compared to, like, Reno and then the Bay Area, everything's so expensive, and then Reno was just really slow-mo, you know. Um, and so we knew that Utah would be a good place to raise our kids, and there's a lot more opportunity for them out here. But um, I just worked at a, a company that um, out here that, you know, provides um, displays, and so that's what I did, f- you know, for for years. And then it wasn't until about a year now that I started to do, um, my business full time as an artist.
1: Um, so you worked at you worked at that job mm-hmm. for well seven, like eight, eight, like seven, eight, seven, eight, seven years, like eight seven eight years, seven years, yeah, seven i I'm years. Wow! And what was that? I mean, what were those conversations like with with your wife? I mean, with yourself? Uh, yeah. What thoughts were going through your head when you were contemplating? Okay, you know what? I'm about to make this jump. Like,
2: yeah. Um, I like I was always doing art. At well, I mean, I guess the last. Two years of that those seven years, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do something with art. Um, and so I was always working on artwork, you know, after work all the time, whether I was trying to figure out how to do little projects or reaching out to other people. Um, so I was always so working on my craft, like whether I was educating myself, um, reading books or like self-development or uh, business books or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just trying to figure out how I can do it because I knew that, you know, working at this job wasn't going to be a great career for me. Like yeah. I, I know that. Um, I was grateful for it because it helped me, you know, pay my bills. Sure, it yeah. actually helped me get a house. Yeah. you know what I mean. It helped me um, get a, get cars or whatever, um, like the necessities. But I know if I wanted to excel in in what I was good at, and
1: yeah, I'm sure you weren't passionate about that right, job. Yeah, like, right. It's not something I wasn't very. Like, I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I knew
2: I knew when I was waking up and I was like dreading it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why am? What am I doing? Um and I don't know if you guys know who Gary Vee is. He's yes, uh, sir. You know, Gary V is one of one of the my, my favorite people to listen to and he was like, you have no if you if you hate what you're doing, you have, why are you there another second? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was right, because it was like, you know, why why stay here when I wanna pursue something that I'm really passionate about? And right. so um that was just one of you know, one of my motivated motivational things that I would do is I was listening to Something motivational to help my mind and to educate my mind and to get my thinking in the right place right you know Peri- I mean, mentally yeah for sure Nice. You know, th- I mean it really does start here, you know what i mean it's, it starts here and then visually it comes out right know, through educating myself
1: okay, and so uh i mean what, how how did you how did you come to just okay, you know what man I'm done with this like yeah, I'm ready to i'm this is the time, like what was the turning point for you? I know that you had mentioned that. You know, when you started realizing that you were dreading going to work, yeah. Were there any other telling signs where it's just like, okay,
0: now is my moment? I or was there like a big project that came up that oh, was yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Actually, I can. You know.
2: Well, I mean, so, <clears throat> so you know, I, I was applying for all these free. You know, I was uh, like a freelancer. You're contracted out, right? So, okay. so you apply for these projects. You have like um, an agent or. um it's my wife and me. <laughs> hey, my like wife is the my best agent, agent to have yes, right, that's there. right. He She knows your availability. Yeah. She's <laughs> the best professional. And so like you know what I'm saying? Um so I applied um for a lot of jobs and then um I actually applied for um the one in Southtown Mall in Sandy. Uh, yep, and that's so a big one. yeah, that was a, that's a that's probably like one. my first big project. And so it was a trip to me to know that you know so so it's a twenty thousand dollar project, right? So I went over Wait, there. Wait, say that again. So <laughs> I'm just going to flex on everybody. Like I, don't, I, don't wanna, hey, do I, I was I was like,
0: I was hold thinking on. like, I wonder <laughs> how much you got paid for that. I actually I was think I could pay the mural now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so
1: it's, uh,
2: so I'm was about was to a, pay this. This is going to be my first mural right on, now. It was a $20,000 project, right? Um, and so, and I got it, right? So I met with, um, so with the mall, you know, you meet with uh, shareholders of the mall and also the mall um, management itself <laughs> as well. So and they're
0: desperate because malls are just <laughs> yeah they're just down, there. I right? mean yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. So the initiative to to change the malls, they wanted to um, urbanize it and right, they wanted yeah. to enhance the the whole um, experience right at the mall. And so they selected three artists to come and paint the mall and to kind of you know revisualize the the way it looks. And um, there was an artist from London who's actually a, a pretty well-known artist that they flew in. And then another artist from L.A., who's actually a known artist in L.A. And then the local artist. the big
0: dog.
1: <laughs>
2: the big, yeah, let them go. know.
1: Save the best for last. <laughs> and then the local. 20 <laughs> bands.
2: <laughs> and then the local artist was me. And okay. so, you know, they, um, it really was just applying and then me sending them what I, what my vision was for this piece, right? And so I was still working my nine to five. And then right after work. I so you go, got
1: this, you got this project. Yeah. And you were working at 9 to 5? I was still five? working oh, at 9 wow. to 5. Yeah. Tell me $20,000, I'm gone. Like, I <laughs> like, quit. <bro. laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a scene. I don't need this job. No, I'm playing, no. I was working at 9 to 5
2: and then working at the mall from 6 to 1 in the morning to 2 in the morning <sighs> Grinding, painting and then going back to work in the morning. And so, you know, this happened for months and months and months um, until I was like, man, I'm making way more money like on these projects. Than I'm making at this job in a year. You know what I'm saying, and so I was like, you know, it's just only it's common sense. Yeah. So I was like, kind of, okay,
1: it, they made the decision for you, basically. Yeah. Like the yeah. decision was make yeah. easy to make at that point. For
2: sure, the job knew that I was doing this, and that, the, and they knew, and they they encouraged me. You know, they were like, yeah, you know, do do what you got to do. Let right? me ask you <laughs> this:
1: so you you're working that nine to five. Um, what were your energy levels like? After leaving the nine to five and going straight to to um to a uh, to, to the project or vice versa, yeah. yeah.
2: So I'd work the nine to five, and then I'd be tired at the after the nine to five. But then right when I got to the art, I was I woke my right back up like it was that's like I took a thirty minute sleep, and then I was back on the grind. Just and I was just loving it because I was in my zone. Yeah, I was just creating. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure that time during the the hours where you were working on the project went by. Much faster than the time that you were working that job. I mean, I'm just oh, assuming. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Like the time to me, like with art, I feel like once I'm in that zone, I could stay there almost forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I can keep doing it until my wife's calling me, like, hey, where are you at? It's like <laughs> <laughs> one in the morning, Oh the oh, wife, oh, I gotta yeah. go I got a family. I gotta <laughs> right. go I gotta go home. You know what I'm saying? But you had a good
1: excuse. You were you were yeah, painting yeah, though, right? I mean, you know, she sure. knew you were working a project. If my wife calls me at one in the morning That's not a good thing because I can't be like I'm painting, man. We did do an
0: episode pretty late the other night. We did, but she knew that though. But I'm loud music in the background.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but you know what I'm saying, like because I was so passionate because I wanted to create something and to call it my own. You know what I mean? So to me, it was pretty cool to to do something in, uh, in a big scale that people could appreciate. Um, and to know that I was the one that created it. You right. know what I'm saying? And so, to me, that was a, a drive. It was, it was almost like the adrenaline rush from doing graffiti illegally, right. yeah. you know, because I was like, oh, shoot, am I going to get busted <laughs> by a cop tonight? Am I going to jail tonight? Or, you know what I mean? Or am I going to get hurt tonight whatever? But I want to put my name out there, right. you know, because with graffiti, it was it was kind of a battle in between other artists was kind of claiming your territory. I'm right. I,
1: I, I want to ask about that. So, I mean, there were two other artists there. Mm-hmm. I mean did you did you did they ever did you ever walk by and like huh, I did that already <laughs> or huh, I could do that. Like or did they ever walk by
0: and you
1: were know, were you guys under
0: like, yeah, were you all under the same contract or?
2: um no, they you know, they were I was on a different we all had separate contracts. Um, but those guys because you know, me, I was actually still fresh in, you know, doing these kind of big contracts, right. but um, those guys were just used to it. So they were just kinda in and out. Like they wanted to hurry up, get in, bust it out. Make a big mess and then just dip out. You really? know, and they left, but um, and you know they were just so. When I went to talk to them and try to, you know, they were just kind of like, "Oh, you know, hey, what's up?" But uh, so, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, kind of you know. just brushed you off, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Which is fine, cause you know that's just probably their personality, and sure. maybe they're just used to these these projects and stuff. So, you know, for me, I, I was said even if even if you know I would ever get to their level or whatever. I would still take the time just to talk to, with other artists. Cause I love to talk with other artists, kind of pick their brain, right, yeah. kind of see where they're at. Right. That's only going to help you be a better artist yeah, yourself. Sure. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of great artists out there and so it's good to get inspired by them. And I feel like, um, as a, as an artist myself, I don't feel like I'm better or greater than anybody. I'll, I'm always trying to learn, you know, new things and learn how to get better in different techniques. Mm-hmm.
0: So. With that, uh, that doing that mall, um, how did that work? So the, that contract that you get, do you have to go and then buy your own paint and your own tools and everything? Because you probably, it was, it's a, how tall was the wall? So it was, uh, like so was 3,200 square feet. Yeah. So, so 3, you had 000. to get, <laughs> yeah, you had to get equipment to raise you up and yeah. down, right? So is that all provided by them or do you have to go out and get that yourself? Um. So
2: like with, with certain projects, it's all, it all depends, right? So it depends on what they're willing to provide and what. Um, they basically say, you have to do it. You right, know what I mean? right. So I've had like smaller jobs where it's like, oh, no, you, you figure it out. right? <laughs> and then there's bigger jobs where they're like, oh, we'll do this for you. They kind of cater to you, right, which is right, great. Right. So they provided a man lift for me, which saved me like $3,000. Yeah, see, that's wow. best, what saw, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. needed it. Yeah. Uh, even a ladder wouldn't <laughs> yeah. do it. This is how big this, this wall is. It, it's yeah. pretty big. A ladder yeah. would not do it. Yeah. A lot a ladder could do it, but it just take longer. <laughs> that's true, that's true. And now the ladder would get in 20, the way.
0: Yeah, you'd make it twenty thousand and then you're doing it for a year. It's like, yeah, that's not. Yeah, it and it take
2: forever. But, you know, they provided that and then, you know, they kind of just said this is the budget and then mm-hmm. you know, just go get whatever materials, nice. whatever you need to get. Um and and with these these projects like, you know, you have to have you can't just be any you know, Joe Schmoe and just come in and apply for it. right. right. But you got to provide, like, insurance. You have to have insurance. Um, you have So you to, have to get
0: an LLC, too? or um, uh,
2: Either a sole proprietor, or LLC, or, or whatever it is. Um, for some of them, you don't necessarily need it. But for a lot of them, you do need uh, some mm-hmm. type of that. Um,
0: and so, yeah. What about, like, schooling? So, And, and all the only reason I'm asking these is because there's, yeah, yeah. This, this is for all cats, you people. Right? This is for all you people that are There's someone, aspiring artists. Yes. doodling yeah, right yeah. now in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't want to play sports or you know yeah. the normal There's probably so. somebody
1: that's probably works at a similar job or some other job that yeah. doodles all the time yeah. that doesn't even know that this is a possibility for you. So again, if it may seem like we're getting off the path of what yeah. we're trying to do, but literally this is again for yeah, all of you. So, meet, so, yeah, <laughs> we're trying to get the meat so yeah, if yeah. there are if we have other people which I know that we do uh, that you know have these skills and doodle all the time and just don't know that you know hey I can do something with all these skills that I have if you got people outside of your family complimenting your work I mean you know yeah, you, right. you might want to be thinking about something that you can do as well so yeah. that's why we're asking all of these questions is to inform all of our fellow doodlers and aspiring artists to uh mm-hmm. you know hopefully inform you and and you can make a decision for yourself right.
2: yeah and, and you know, I think this, this generation is a great generation to grow up in because...
1: Oh, um, mm, well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a there's lot of people that would disagree. <laughs> there's, there's good and bad, right? Yeah.
2: But um, it's the digital age, you know what I mean? Right. There's you, more YouTubers making more money than lawyers and doctors, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so kids out there, you know, they can they have a lot of access to do a lot of different things. Um, and, you know, what I've learned from doing art as a profession uh, I've had kids. I've done, uh, you know, workshops and stuff for kids and stuff, nice. um, where I've taught them and kind of showed them what I did and my path and, and and everything. But a lot of them are like, you know, my parents. You know, my parents don't they know they, they yeah, know I'm an artist, a but they're like, so. oh, you ain't gonna make any money <laughs> being an artist? Right. Like, go to school, you know, right. become a lawyer, become a doctor, get your education, get your education, blah blah blah. Um, and to me, it's just like. If your kid is passionate about something and they really—that's really what they want to do and that's all they think about doing—why not turn it into something where can, that can generate
0: income? Sure, you know and what I'm saying. Almost anything today can yeah. be generated in income. For sure. Right? What?
1: So. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What, uh, that Fortnite thing. <laughs> what? What? When, when, when parents—when parents used to say, "Get off that game," you're never—you never, you, <laughs> you you're never make, make money. money. I know those parents are looking at their kids like. Uh, Right. <laughs> Should have let you play those games because <laughs> huh? that Fortnite player—I well, don't—he made millions, didn't yeah, was
0: he? was Like a ninja kid. There's quite a few kids, but that I'm a, saying though, know. like oh, millions, yeah. Kids.
1: I'm, just, I'm just basically reiterating your point. Like, literally, you can do anything to make money <laughs> yeah, nowadays. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. if you feel like your skill is worthless, it's not. Like yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, somebody out there wants to use your skill and will pay you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is uh this is the time right now to use those. Useless skills <laughs> and make money off of it for sure.
2: Yeah, and and that's what I love about like living out here in Utah is that you know especially in our culture we're not just you know in sports we're not just right. warehouse workers or we're not just you know construction workers. Right. Right. But there's a, you know there's Polynesians in every profession. Yeah, that's and, true. Like yeah. literally every profession out here.
1: That is true. Um, but I, don't, I I still feel like we're we're, we're not as much out yeah. there as we should be. Sure, for I sure. I definitely don't feel like that. But I, I do agree with you. I mean, I'm, uh, you'll, you'll, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I mean, <laughs> the people that we have planned on here, I mean, right. when we reached out to them, I was like, what, well, you do this? <laughs> I, I had no idea we had representation in, in this, this field. field. For like, sure. That is insane. So I agree with you on that, that yeah. we are we are definitely breaking barriers, mm-hmm. but uh, those barriers aren't all the way broken yet. Yep. You know yeah, what
2: I mean? Yeah, for sure. It definitely does need a lot more work. Um, and, you know, and that's, why we're here is to kind of, you know, pave that way for sure. For a lot of these up up and coming generations. Um, we do, um, I did the, the poly event last year and, uh, they, one of the, one of the things that they said with all this panel, you know, there's like CBS people that work for CBS or doctors, Olympians, all that. And what they told the kids was like, I want to see your faces in these places, you know, you know, represent your culture and be proud of your culture, but also, Know that you can literally do whatever it is you want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, you know, not just that. You know, for sure. Cutter, yeah, same old thing that everybody else is doing. But. Yep.
1: We don't want to be boxed up. We're tired of being boxed. Let yeah. us out. We're breaking out. Sure. We're breaking <laughs> out. But, anyways, going back to uh, back to your story. Okay, mm-hmm. so you you just finished this project. You had this realization that you know what I'm making more money on these projects mm-hmm. than I'm making you know a year's worth at this job. Mm-hmm. It's time for me to quit my job and, and go on this full time what was your next step going on after that i mean now you you've taken that leap of faith of parting ways with your job yeah and where, what do you what do you do now what what, what was what was the next thing that, that followed that
2: um so yeah I did a lot of um, a lot of other freelance jobs you know where there was a lot of people that hit me up to do um, painting gyms like I don't know if you've seen um, line of built fitness. Yeah. I painted I that. Out. I actually painted that before the mall, but, Oh, you did that one. The one with the rock, like flexing or oh, whatever. Okay. have so use
1: me. <laughs> what? <laughs> no.
2: So, I mean, you know, like I do like gyms or paint businesses or whatever. And then, you know, apply for other bigger jobs. And so I knew like, I I try to plan out if I can do, uh, like maybe four to five big, big jobs a year. Right. Plus all the small jobs in between. You know that I, that will be okay. You know what I mean, and so it's a game of numbers where I'm applying for everything, for literally for everything that's out there. Any, you can Google call for artists, and then it'll take you to different websites where there's artists that are always being called for by different cities, different projects. Um, so th- it's is that it's what you do
1: then, or is there like like a forum or something like for artists where you can just go and yeah,
2: there's a couple of them, and then um, I mean for everyone listening, but there's a there's a website called Cafe, which is call for entry. And it's specifically for artists. And I'm telling you, if your parents say that artists don't make money, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell, tell them something. I don't <laughs> know. You, you tell There's us something too. Okay, the, I would say the average cost for sculptors, sculptors, right, is between two hundred to $700,000 hmm. a project. And then visual artists like me, We just, you know, it it stems from twenty grand to one hundred and twenty grand to what, whatever. And how long do Um, these
0: projects usually take? Like,
2: uh, it just depends on the scale and the size, right? So. There's a call right now that we're applying for for the airport. It's a I see, grand, oh
1: yeah, and
2: it's 120 grand per artist. You know what I'm saying?
1: I might apply. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> I mean, <I'll, laughs> you got to build up your. You know, let me apply gotta, with you, and then I'll just
2: hand <laughs> you all the pay. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> know it's. I mean, the, it's. It, it does. There's good money in it, but, um, but you got to be wise, right? Sure. You gotta no, be yeah. Wise about it, and you gotta. Um, in this you business-minded, is,
0: I'm sure, and, and like you said, you prepared yourself for this, right? All yeah, those, for sure. Those. Books you were reading, podcasts you were listening mm-hmm. to, all those things led it to this, to where now you're, because you're an entrepreneur. You have sure. your own business, mm-hmm. you and your wife. You have to go out there and basically hunt for your own food, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And and even those, I mean,
1: even while you were working, those little jobs that you were doing, and even now you're doing those little jobs, is that something that you, is, is that adding to your portfolio that yep. you give to other people and say, yep. listen, this is my work? This is. Mm-hmm. um, and, and
2: that's that really is what it was, is I was taking, and I'm still kind of, taking in as much as I can right now. I and mean, it's gotten to the point where it is, there's some of them that I can't do, but um, it is adding to my portfolio. So I feel is like- it, Is it
1: because of like experience or is it like credentials that, that, will, well, that won't allow you to do some of these projects or what?
2: Well, and that's the thing with the small projects is it does help build your portfolio, portfolio so that when you present your portfolio for bigger projects okay. that they see, oh, this person- done a lot of public okay or, yeah you know what i mean and so i guess it, it ups your chances mm-hmm. of getting a bigger project um and so you know i encourage anyone that likes to do art just to continue to keep producing right yeah. so you, you always got to produce something um and it, it really is perfecting your craft if you love it enough and you work at it enough that you know eventually something will happen from it right.
0: Right. do you have any stories <clears throat> i just want to touch on this because typically and, I, and i'm sure you do but Tell us about a time where maybe you were doing art and you were giving it out for chump change, right? Mm-hmm. So like tattoo artists. Yep. Last you know, last podcast was Lala, and he said he said tattoo someone for mm-hmm. a cheeseburger. Yeah, for <laughs> a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> <You> tattooed him <laughs> Listen, like a cheeseburger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like che- we talk about a dollar oh nine. I'm sorry that I know the exact price, but a dollar oh nine at McDonald's. Right.
0: So do you have any stories like that to where when you were starting up, you had to just? I mean. You were doing it yeah. for, yeah. Tell you us know, about
2: I was, that. Oh, man, it super cheap. Like, people are always hitting me up for artwork. It's funny, because people, would like, I mean, and, and it's not everyone, but you can kind of sift through who's serious about it right. and who's not. You know yeah. what I mean? And so people are hitting me up for artwork, and I was literally selling it for, like, 40, 50 bucks
0: or whatever. You know what I mean? I should have got it while I could have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. later late <laughs> now. I've not not got, got you 20 out. bands. But I, I, we went to some, some event in Salt Lake City. And I had a $100 bill on me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to buy something. I'm yeah. like, we supporting somebody. I walked in there and I think I, I seen like two pieces from another artist. And I was like, ah, that's cool. And then I seen yours. And I was like, oh, for sure. let to go cop one of these. <laughs> nice. And I didn't I didn't want to like come off. And I was like, how much is, it? How much is this one? And yeah. you're like, oh, this was like 300 I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to get you. I'm going to get back to you and later to me that,
2: and, and to me, that was cheap. Right. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because so. they were originals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um. To me, and when people would, like, deny me from paying me, like, 50 bucks. What? For for an art piece. They were just like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 you know, oh, it's cool, it's cool, you know. And then I was like, I was like, all right, well, you're missing out because.
1: It's only going to get, it's only going to get more expensive, right? (laughs) Right? The more I work on my craft, especially as
2: artists, and and especially if you're an active artist, right, um, that the value of your work will continue to to increase. Um, I definitely gonna
1: need you to come and paint one of my walls when my house is done. (laughs) For for sure. sure. For sure.
2: Yeah, and you know, and I don't mind, like, you know, doing, like, free things for, like, certain projects or for kids or whatever. Anything to involve with the community and to kind of help kids, I don't mind doing that because I know that, you know, I'm okay with it. Mm. But, you know, but when people are, like, trying to talk me down on some of my (laughs) prices, I'm like... Come on, bro. I got you a hundred dollar bill right. and uh, you know a little steakhouse
1: dinner for you. Like, sir, this it's is like, a five thousand dollar piece. <laughs> like, like,
2: like, you don't want to give me fifty bucks, but you just buy some two hundred fifty dollar pair of Jordans. Like, crazy. yeah, that's you, see, so that's, you'd rather give wild. your money to Jordan no. or Nike, yeah. but you don't want to support your boy. Support your people, man. Support your people. Support your people, man. And that's you one know?
0: thing we need to touch on too, because a lot of times, and, and this is heavy within our community, someone will start. To go out on a path, you know, uh, you know, like you trailblazing, yeah. become an artist, become a barber, become a, yeah. uh, you know, a, a singer, a rapper, and then people are like, oh, do that for free, right? It's mm-hmm. like, and you see this all over social media. If you have, are you a talking friend, about you
1: cutting my hair? <laughs> <laughs> wow, no, Rick, that's, <laughs> that's
0: wild. <okay>. Hold on, <laughs> I've been cutting Rick's hair for the longest. For the longest. And there's <laughs> literally four people that get free haircuts for me. <laughs> Only four. I got three real brothers yeah. and then there's Rick <laughs> who's my brother cuz we been brothers yeah. we've been together since diapers. so literally those I just four want to make sure don't don't be don't be throwing no, <laughs> no silent jabs if you if you feel that way speak your mind <laughs> no, not at all it, it, and those four no I've never charged them a day in my life doesn't matter how good I get and so um, but yeah people out there when your friends start a business mm-hmm. whatever it is if you want to support them do not ask for free services sure. do not ask for a sample or a free this or that you know yeah. what I mean? Support them. You, you sure. do it every day like you said. You, you buy Jordans, you go out and eat McDonald's. Facts. Right, yeah. You don't ask those people for discounts. Right? Yeah. So not at all. You don't I'm not going to Walmart trying to be like,
2: right. "Oh, what this pair of <laughs> shoes is 35 bucks. I'll give you 15 for it." Yeah. Like there's no no negotiation. This just retail. Right. You yeah. cannot yeah. bargain
1: with me. This ain't a swap it's media. not the flea market.
2: Yeah, yeah, like it's it's just kind of funny, right? Cuz people are like, "Oh, well, that's a little too expensive. 50 bucks is too expensive." But anyways, I just cop these brand new jeans, you know, but yeah. I, you know, I would encourage everybody, man, support your local artists, support any local poly that's in, in, in something that are selling something, you know? Yeah.
1: So do you, uh do you, do you offer, so do you do uh, personal works for people like that? Like, what are, some, uh, what are some, what uh, are some projects that you've done for people that have asked you, like, obviously not the big ones where it's like, hey, I need you to come paint this building, but like. Mm-hmm. Do you do any of those services? Like, hey, yeah. uh, somebody hits you up and say, I want something that's personalized for me. or You know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. offer those?
2: Yeah, for sure. I do a lot of commission work, too, um, in between projects. And so I'll let the person know, whoever I'm doing the commission work for, that, you know, hey, it's going to take a little time because I'm on these these projects that last, like, maybe a month or two right. or three or whatever. Um, and, and normally they're good about it because they, they see the value in the work, and so they want to... Wait for it, and you know, just be a little um, patient about it. But you know, there's a lot of people that have hired me for their local gyms, in their house, um, and painted garages before. Painted like all different kinds of stuff, or even just you know, different paintings, like uh, types of memorabilia or whatever that they want to do. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of do, I kind of, I kind of do everything, um, but I'm kind of, I'm still honing it down to you know my schedule, like figuring out how to. How to do this at uh, this part of my year or whatever, and where this part of my year I'm gonna be so busy that you know I I, I really I would like to do yeah. certain commissions, but I, there really isn't enough time. Like, it, and I never, it, to me, I never thought it would be that way though. You know what I'm saying? But because, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, right. it, it is a good problem. You know, Um, but I'm like not sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like this week was crazy. I'm painting, doing this, selling these Kobe sweaters <laughs> and stuff, and applying other jobs and doing, you know, it's it's a lot of work for sure, especially running your own business. It's it's a lot of work, but it, I'd rather invest all my hard work and time and effort in my own business than anyone else's.
1: Right. If you had a message, a message that when it's all said and done, if you, I mean, this is an opportunity because this is for our people. If you could speak to, your, to our people right now, which you can, and you will, <laughs> and you have been, um, but if you could give them with a bottom line lesson, like something that they can pull from your story and say, you know what? This is what I learned from, if you, if there's a a, a one message or lesson, it could be two or three, like it doesn't have to be one. But I mean, if there are a few things that you wanted to, to people to get from your story, go ahead and take this opportunity to share that with them now.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I encourage anybody, anyone and everyone that if you truly believe in something, right, whatever it is, if you believe that you want to be the next Kobe Bryant, right, basketball player, do you can be that. If you really truly believe in it, you, there's gonna be a lot of hard work and sacrifice, um, but you can you can do it. And you know the same thing with artists. Like if you if you feel that art is something that you are truly passionate about and that you love, um, if you truly believe in yourself that you know, hey, you know, I can I can do this. I can do that then eventually everyone else will believe you as well. They'll believe that you can do it as well. And so I just want to, you know, just encourage the, the younger generation to just don't limit yourself. Don't be afraid. You know, right. Don't be afraid. Don't restrict yourself. You're your own worst enemy. Right. You're your own worst critic. Um, but at the same time, if you do have a lot of encouragement around you, you know, get, a, get around like-minded people. You know what I'm saying? Um, people that... Uh, Are successful in whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to become the next Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, hey copy what they did. Yeah, you know, right, do, right. You're not going to go to uh, Uncle Siona and say, hey, hey Siona, <laughs> can you teach me how unless, to be a billionaire? Unless Uncle Siona <laughs> is a billionaire, right? You know what I mean? But absolutely. Unless, yeah, unless, you know, Siona is... <laughs> but that's know, a huge got, part of it, though, is, that's is that's you
1: right. know, we want there's right now for a lot of professions, there are there isn't a blueprint out there for us to yeah. um, to follow. I mean, there might be a blueprint from, you know, Joe Schmo down the street, and he's done it, but I feel like it's it's much more... It seems much more achievable and much reach, much more reachable when we see that somebody, one of our own kind has done it before, you right. know, and I think that it means a lot more to people. But I, I definitely want to highlight and really emphasize uh, some of the thing, one thing that you said out of all of your messages, the biggest thing that I got from your message is that, that hard work and sacrifice, you cannot, there's
0: that no can't re- be substituted. <clears throat> no replacement for yeah, it. Yes, there's, no there's no replacement for replacement.
1: that. Like, uh, with all of that he said, and uh, you know, you're right, you can do those things, but it's always going to involve hard work and sacrifice, yep. you know. And we can't. That's part we, of the recipe. <laughs>
0: absolutely, right, right. a part of every recipe. Yep. A part of every recipe. What are some things that uh, you're looking forward to, man? You got any big things coming up or?
2: Uh yeah, there's a have a few. I mean, there's I have a few clients waiting right now. Um, I just finished up uh, the Echoes Theater today, like yeah. right before I got here. Yep. And so. Um, yeah, you came on CPT. <laughs> <things. Yeah. laughs> My bad. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, the Echoes Theater, downtown Salt Lake, that's where they did like Hamilton or the Lion King and all that. Um, So I did just paint a mural over there in the black box part of it. Nice. Um, And so, you know, that right now is my goal is to kind of disrupt spaces that not very many polys are at. You know what I mean? Right. And so I I felt like.
1: That's huge though. Yeah. Because even without us being there, we're there now. Yeah, for sure. Through your work.
2: (laughs) For sure. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm grateful for social media, right? Because it's free marketing, free advertising. But at the same time, you're letting others follow your journey. You know right. what I mean? And I'm still on this journey. I'm still going. I'm still trying to work at it every single day. You know, trying to work hard at it and trying to. And I'm figuring things out as I go. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? right. But as long as, as long as I'm going the right direction, you know what I'm saying? That's I know about. eventually I will get to where I feel comfortable enough to say I, I made it somehow. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So uh, where um. Do you have an IG handle? Do you have a website where people can check you out, check your work out? I mean, go ahead and take this opportunity to to drop those.
2: Yeah, it's uh Biltz Lewis Art B I L T S L O U I S A R T. It's a long name. Yeah, but Biltz was a uh, we'll put it we'll <laughs> put
1: it down there. We'll put it we'll yeah. put it in the uh, in the description for sure.
2: Yeah, A little bit of uh, history of Biltz. Biltz is my my graffiti name, my tag name, and so it was given to me by my cousin. Wow, my think cousin I, Coley I think I've seen that at yes. a, a few places, man. A
1: pl- place a few places I wasn't supposed Bilt's to be was. at. Now, <laughs>
2: yeah. So Bills was given to me by my cousin Coley in uh, Reno, Nevada, and he saw always give me that name. Hey Bills, what's up, Bills? And so I was like, Oh, that's my that's gonna be my new tag name. So I nice, go nice. hit up Bills. But I kind of you know I I'm grateful for my graffiti name, my tag name because it, it helped me um, you know get established as an artist and as far as like skill and painting with certain mediums and it taught me a lot you know with the streets and to experience that um and then lewis my legal name and then the art you know so it's kind of a long name but it has a significant meaning to me
0: you have an illegal name uh ice watching me i'm I'm legal (laughs) but uh
2: no yeah so it's just built lewis art uh on uh instagram facebook um and then I have a portfolio. It's uh, builtlewisart.myportfolio.com. And you can go cool. up there uh, to kind of look at everything I've done as far as, like, T-shirt designs, paintings, murals. Right. Uh, and they can
0: get these, there. too, on there, right? The-
2: yeah, so, I mean, these all have all over prints. This was kind of like a test run. I was trying to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, I've been selling. Th- right now, people are just hitting me up on social media right. just, just buying these Kobe. Uh, pieces just wanted to do a tribute piece for him. Nice, okay, uh, yeah. Just hit me up on IG or whatever if you want one of these, and then or if you want an art piece, or if you want uh your house painted, yeah or if you got Danger. a business, <laughs> or if you, you, got business, you got a business and you right. want you know beautify that space. Yeah,
0: urbanize. You know Urban. what I mean.
2: He can do yeah. it all, and or, if, or even if we want to learn, or you know what I mean, or just ask questions. You know, pick my brain about certain things. um You know, I'm I'm more than happy to to share and to help lift other aspiring artists to, to come up. you know. So that's what, shine, it's shine, that's shine, it's what it's about, that's what
1: it's about. No, yeah, for real, for real. Well, Bill, I mean, we really appreciate you coming yeah. by, man. Thank you. For having Thank you, Like he said, just finished a piece out there in Salt Lake, drove mm-hmm. straight here to do this episode with us. So, I mean, yep. we really do appreciate your time, man. And uh, we're excited to see what other projects you do. Yeah. Um, and who knows, maybe he'll, I was dead serious about you coming and doing one of the walls in my crib though, for real. Hey. Right? Needs that. Took some <laughs> steaks and I'm here. Oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> The freezer is full. The freezer is full of meat. No, but no, yeah. Seriously, man, we appreciate you coming by yep. uh, and sharing uh, your story with the people. And again, like every episode that we ever do, we are just the fountain. Whether you want to drink or not, that's that's up to you. You know, just take it and run with it. That's what we want you to do. And you know, we'll say it again every time. At least I say it every time. If you have an experience where something that you've heard or something that you've seen from this podcast um, has inspired you, please share that with us. We definitely want to not only take that with your permission, we want to take that and share it with everybody on this podcast and highlight your experiences because I mean, you're essentially, it's essentially doing what we, what we hope to set out to, or what we set out to do when we started this podcast. So um, yeah, as always, um, if you haven't already, follow us on all those platforms. Um, look out look out for my man, Bill, and uh, check out his. We'll make sure to drop that in the description below. But yeah, like, comment, subscribe, and again, more feedback. We want more feedback on how we can be better uh, because... Again, this is our first time ever doing this, and yep, we're man. learning as we go. So,
0: what other content you guys might like? Yeah, if there's, yeah, you for might, sure, yeah, want to refer. So, just let us know, man. We're all ears. So, absolutely. Yep. So,
1: again, we appreciate you guys' time. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, find a way to be prolific, y'all.
0: Yo, concrete, you made this.